The following is a class given by His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj on September 9th, 2007 in Bergamo, Milan. The class begins with a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 3rd Canto, Chapter 7, Verse 22. all of the devotees here again. Nice to be here back in Vyajo. This is what? Vyajo Hare Krishna? Vilajo. So here in this verse, Vidura uh, asked many questions about the Purusha Avataras. So here it's explained that the uh, Purusha avatars are in three forms. The first is the Mahavishnu, known as Karana Dakshai Vishnu. He sleeps in the uh, rest in the Karana uh, Karana Dakka Ocean. The causal ocean. And from his pores and the skin comes all the living entities, come all the universes. He's an immense form. So this is known as the... That's why they said there's unlimited millions of universes. Anantakoti Brahmanda. You understand? Ananta means unlimited and Koti means 10 million. And then uh, each one has a Brahma in it. Just recently I was in Trivandrum for a health uh, retreat. You may be wondering, what does that have to do with this verse? But it has more than you think. Because in Trivandrum, this, now they've changed the name, now it's called Tiruvanantapuram. Tiru means Lord Vishnu. And Ananta means uh, Lord uh, Seshanaga. So there, they had the form of Vishnu lying on the uh, serpent bed. And uh, from his navel is coming Lord Brahma. A lotus, and on the top of the lotus is Brahmadev. 
So which of the three Vishnus is this one? Yes. The Garbhodakshai Vishnu, he is the Vishnu lying in the Garbhodak ocean. It's like lying in, the, uh, in this uh, water that's in the bottom of each universe. So, because Brahma is our first uh, spiritual master in our disciplic succession, first after Krishna, that for uh, this also very important for our Sampradaya. So they say that there's the eight uh, very important temples in India by some saints' calculation, and this is one of the eight. So here's the where the Lord is always resting. He's always sleeping. He's always laying down. And Jagannath Puri, which we just observed the Rathyatra, is one of the other eight important temples. So there, the Lord's hand never dries. He's always eating. <laughs> He's eating and then washing and then eating and washing like that. So it's going at 56 offerings a day. <laughs> Jagannath Thaliki! And it says uh, the Vrindavan, Mathura Vrindavan, there in Vrindavan, the Lord is always in a childhood pastime. He's always a child. And in Badrinath, he's always in meditational mode. And in Dwarka, he's always the king. And in Mayapur, he's always a devotee. So like this, I can't remember all, but there were the different uh, temples that uh, the Lord is always in a particular mode. So this, uh, here we're talking about this uh, Vishnu's Sankirodakshai, this Garbhodakshai Vishnu, he's being worshipped in uh, Trivandrum. We, we took the safari there uh, this year earlier, got a special permit to bring in all the Hindus, all the Westerners. There we put the lotus footprint of Lord Chaitanya in that temple because Lord Chaitanya visited that temple. So, something interesting happened at the Kingford, uh, who's now like the descendant of the royal family, who's 
As a king, he only has a role as serving the deities. He doesn't have any kingdom anymore. India is a democracy, but he does have this hereditary right of worshipping the deities. Do I think here that the similar position as the king of Puri? He came here somehow. He likes Italy, I think. I think. <laughs> so, like that, uh, he was having a pain in his foot. Yeah. And for two years the doctors couldn't cure it. But finally one doctor said, look it, I think you should, maybe the deity has a crack on his foot or something, and maybe this is coming from the deity because you're very much connected to the deity. So they went, they found there was a crack in the deity's foot. They were trying to repair it. And it fell off. Not the foot, the, some covering, some fell off of the foot. And revealed that underneath was solid gold. Like a, like a gold armor covering the deities, thick gold armor. The, yeah, the whole deity from the feet up to the neck and the arms. Maybe more than a ton of gold. In total they found uh, like three tons of gold in that area. So that we found that when the Mughals were attacking the Tipu Sultan, Sultan, he was attacking about 400 years ago, the Kerala. So they must have covered the deity with some kind of a, some kind of a paste. So he looked just like he was just a black deity, but actually underneath was all gold armor. But now it's the beautiful face of Garbhodakshay Vishnu covered with a beautiful uh, shining gold and the columns are also covered with gold. Very amazing to see the Lord dressed like that in so much gold. I don't think in Islam we would do that because uh, <laughs> the thieves will come. <laughs> but anyway, that's, so that's one of the Vishnus is there being worshipped like that. 
nearby this Adikeshava temple. In Tamil Nadu. That's where Lord Chaitanya found the Brahma Samhita and the Sakarnamrita. Yeah. So there, we don't know exactly whether this is Kirudakshay Vishnu or this Mahavishnu. I think Mahavishnu, but he's, he doesn't have any Brahma coming from his label and he's lying down. No, no Brahma. So like this in uh, different parts of uh, South India they have these uh, different forms of uh, Vishnu that are mentioned here. So I took the opportunity when I was there to have a darshan of, uh, of uh, Padmanabhaji and uh, to pray at his lotus feet for the devotees around the world. So like this, uh, it's quite well known that there are these different forms of Vishnu and maybe not everybody knows but exactly how it works but uh, there are these ancient temples and there is this understanding that Vishnu is... Uh, manifested in these three forms. That they have the Mahavishnu who is uh, one for the whole material world. Garbhodaksha Vishnu who is one for every universe. And Kirodakshai Vishnu, who is the super soul, who is every entity's heart, every atom, and the whole universe. So, how many, how many Kirodakshai Vishnus are there? <laughs> One for. We don't even know how many atoms are in our shutters. <laughs> so, Kirudakshai Vishnu in so many forms. And he also is the one who comes down and uh, deals with the different uh, demons. And also who takes care of his uh, devotees. So, like this, these three Vishnus, they're, the, they're very important. We should know about these Purusha avatars. The yogis meditate on the Vishnu in the heart. So, Mahavishnu, he's appeared as uh, Advaita Gosai in Chaitanya Lila. And all the avatars are coming from Krishna. From Krishna comes Balaram, from Balaram comes all the Narayana forms, and then 
from Narayana comes uh, the Purusha avatars. So this is uh, what the devotees they need to they be aware of all these different forms of the Lord. So Advaita Acharya, he was, he knew that he comes from uh, Krishna. So he and that Lord Chaitanya was Krishna. So he wanted to offer Lord Chaitanya respect. But since Lord Chaitanya was coming in the past time as a devotee, so he wanted to show uh, Advaita respect because he was initiated by Madhavendra Puri, so he was like the uncle guru. Just like uh, here we have some Prabhupada disciples and then then there's the, the disciples of Prabhupada disciples, so they're supposed to respect their uncles, certain protocol. So Advaita goes, so every time Lord Shiva would see him, Lord Shiva bow down to him. But Advaita Chari, he wanted to bow down to Lord Chaitanya, but he couldn't. Lord Chaitanya wouldn't allow him. So one day Advaita Acharya came up with a plot how he's going to make Lord Chaitanya treat him as a junior. So he started, Advaita Acharya started to lecture uh, in an impersonal way, impersonal yoga system. When Lord Chaitanya heard that, he became very angry. Why is he doing that? So Lord Chaitanya went chasing with a stick. What are you doing? You don't lecture on this on impersonal. And Advaita Acharya was feeling so blissful that now finally he is disrespecting me, <laughs> treating me as a junior. Who can understand his leelas between? <laughs> One time Advaita Acharya, he went to see Lord Chaitanya when Lord Chaitanya was in Jagannath Puri. And uh, Lord Chaitanya said, so how the preaching is going in Bengal? So Advaita Acharya started to repeat some, uh, some song. That actually the... <laughs> I'm going to have two more minutes here. So... <laughs> 
mentioned that uh, the that the market is uh, is what you say you know when you like somebody starts a new product and then everybody has it then it's saturated yeah, saturated the market is saturated but now everybody's already the, that the, the market the merchant went there to sell the goods and now everybody bought the goods But now Nityananda Prabhu is preaching is so successful that practically everywhere, every town and village they got the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And uh, of course there's a time when Advaita was uh, received Lord Chaitanya just after he took sannyas. And uh, so the Dwight invited him, the, him and uh, Lord Nityananda to take prasadam. The Lord Chaitanya was in the mood, no, I'm sannyasi, I eat very austere, very simple, I don't want so much opulent prasadam, just simple, little dal, rice, sabji, light, very light, nothing much. <laughs> and I you, yes, yes, sir. We are just going to give you a very simple, you know, austere diet. <laughs> but Nityananda was a totally different mood. Listen. I'm hungry, I haven't eaten for three days. You better feed me a good prasadam, I'm very hungry. So everybody had a different mood. So when the Lord Adraita actually served a huge feast, his wife is a super cook and she cooked like maybe 108 preparation or something to feed. So when Adwaita, when whether Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda sat down, then when Lord Chaitanya started bringing all the precise, oh, it's too much. I'm a sannyasi, I have to eat austere now. I'll just take a little bit, you know, we're grihastas, we're very attached to. We have to serve you something. <laughs> Big mountain of rice with ghee on it, surrounded by all the subjis and things. And then, uh, but Nityananda, what is this? This is nothing. I'm hungry. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> Then Advaita is bringing more prasadam. And then Nityananda is saying, what is this? You're not feeding us. There's a huge mountain of prasad, but still Nityananda is complaining. Then Nityananda takes some prasad, throws it at him. What is this? You're not serving us. <laughs> so 
So here is Dori of Advaita Acharya. So, so when somebody is eating, if you throw that on the, put that on the cloth, the cloth becomes contaminated. So then Advaita Riva said, look at you, you made my cloth contaminated. <laughs> but then he started laughing and uh, dancing in ecstasy. He was actually very happy that, that the Balaram had treated him like that. So like this, they're having these very intimate uh, pastimes. So nobody else could really figure out what's going on, why they're doing all this <laughs> That there's so much, they actually have so much uh, sense of humor. The Supreme Personality of God is very humorous. So with his different expansions, they can exchange this humor. So like this, uh, when Lord Krishna comes down, even the, the Vishnu avatars come. Right? Advaita Acharya is the Mahavishnu. And he said, the son of Nityananda, Bir Chandra Prabhu, is the Kirodakshai Vishnu. So that's the uh, super soul. I don't know who is the Garbhodakshai in Chaitanya Lila. Anyone know? Have to research that one. <laughs> but uh, so actually the Garbhodakshai Vishnu was, I mean Kirodakshai Vishnu, the Birchandra Prabhu. He was, uh, after Lord Chaitanya, one of the very active preachers. Usadhan, the Mughal ruler, came and uh, converted 500 uh, Hindus to Muslim by those days they'd spit on them or something, some crazy, and then people, oh, I'm converted. <laughs> Then Bir Chandra Prabhu went there, preached to all of them, and gave a massive initiation ceremony, 1,000, though 500 plus another. So like that, Bir Chandra was a dynamic preacher. Not also afraid of the Mughal ruler. Once he went right to the capital of the Mughal king. And then the Mughal invited him in. And said that he listened, my, my daughter or sister, she's got some problem. I think she was having a nervous breakdown or mental problem. Haunting, maybe possessed by ghosts. So if you can cure her, then I'll give you whatever you want. And if you can't cure her, that means you're not a real sadhu. So I'll kill you. 
<laughs> Fortunately, we're not in that period. <laughs> you needed the Kirodaksha Vishnu and such. So he cured her, obviously, had no problem. And then, uh, so the king said, What do you want? He said, you have a big black stone in the wall of your uh, fortress. It was actually like a giant uh, Shaligram Shila. But that weighs like more than a ton. I don't know how many tons, but it's a huge, you know, it's a quite a big uh, black, shiny rock. So it's in the bottom of the huge wall of their fortress. And the king, how are we supposed to get that out? The whole wall may fall down. No, it's no problem. You just have to tell me if I can have it, I'll take it out. And your wall won't fall down. So then, okay, take it, let's see this one. <laughs> but then Nityananda, I mean, Spirchandra had his Kirtan party chant. And the rock whoop, flew out and fell down. <laughs> So then, uh, so now what do you want? Please take it by the side of the Ganges. The king asked, what should we do? He said, take it by the side of the... But uh, they, they took so many people, even elephants, they can't move this. Then uh. again, some beer Chandra Prabhu did some kind of miracle and had the rock uh, moving... Then he got to the Ganges. So what do you want to do with the Ganges? Why? What's the point? He said, wrap it with uh, straw, like packing, like how they pack babies. They wrap it with the straw. Okay, they did that, you know, so I don't know what this guy is like. <laughs> okay, now throw it in the river. So what's the point? It's going to sink, right? Alright, you just throw it in the river. I know what I'm doing. So they threw in the river. This heavy, heavy, gigantic stone. And it's floating like a balloon on the top of the water. So Chandra gives the direction to the stone where to go, by his house in Kardahai. Stone went downstream. I don't know, this is not UPS or Federal Express, but... 
But uh, somehow, then the, the rock floated down the river and waited by the side of the river, by the house of Dear uh, Chandra Prabhu. So then Dear Chandra had some sculptor make three deities. The first being one deity, but it was too small. Or maybe it was too, I don't know, maybe it was too big. He said, no, first he said do one, but it was too big. I think then the second one was too small. Then what was left is, okay, make it in between. In the end, he had three deities. So the, there's three temples established by Bir Chandra Prabhu, these three different deities. One is uh, in the Kordaha, which is the Shamsundra temple. And then one other one is in uh, Sri Rampur, where uh, they have, I think it's Radha Balaba. I've seen those two temples. There's another one, which is a bigger deity, and that's uh, like uh, 12 kilometers in Kordaha, but I've I never been there to see it yet. <laughs> it's definitely on my to-do list. <laughs> so, especially supposed to see all the three, then you get a special blessing. So. And they say that this deity of Shamasundar, one time the Pujaris didn't serve nicely and he started to sweat. He was like getting angry. So when he sweats, the Pujari dies. When the deity sweats, perspiration comes out on the deity. Oh, on the deity. No, on the deity. Deity is alive. This is a very active deity. If you offend the deity, he gets angry, a little sweat comes, Pujari dead. Yeah, Pujari. You get it right? (laughs) 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 So this is a very special deity. (laughs) Pujaris are very careful there. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask him. They're all very, very beautiful. So like this, uh, Kirodakshai Vishnu came as Dear uh, Chandra Prabhu and he was uh, preaching. And uh, when... Uh, when uh, Narottam Das Thakur had the Keturi uh, Gorpurima festival, 
Then Janava came, also killed, I mean this uh, Birchandra Prabhu came, Achutananda. Achutananda, son of Advaita. Birchandra also. Birchandra, son of so like all they, they all were doing this uh, massive preaching around uh, Bengal. So how, when the Lord comes as a devotee, his pastime is to awaken the fallen souls to bhakti. So you can also help them now continue to awaken the fallen souls to Krishna Bhakti. <laughs> Krishna Prem wants a few expansion to come and help us. <laughs> well, they can also empower the devotees. And the devotees can also, like Prabhupada, he did so many wonderful things. Spreading the Krishna conscious movement all over the world. So use your uh, abilities to help bring people to Krishna. Like Prabhupada said, that Lord Chaitanya gave the animals to dance in Jarikanda. We may not, you know, obviously we may not be able to do that. But we could uh, at least get the human beings to dance. Yesterday there was a number of people dancing. So like this, the people dance before Jagannath, they also get tremendous blessings. This year I went to Barcelona for the first time in my life. They have a, they have a, a road where there's only, you can, there's a big, big, like maybe about <coughs> 20 meters wide and it's all walking. Hundreds of thousands of people walking up and down this uh, road, this coming, what do you call it? In a, uh, <coughs> promenade. Rampart. Ramla. So we had 150 devotees with us who went in Harinam on this uh, Rambal. Ramla. We didn't have a Rathyatra, but it was like almost like Rathyatra, so many people were there. <laughs> so as we were doing Kirtan, some people, you know, they stopped and they, they got into some dancing. You know? There were three young guys sitting at a table in an outdoor restaurant and one got up and started to, you know, do his 
Dancing for Krishna, dancing while the holy names, they get so much blessing. So very grateful that you got so many people in Milan to also dance. Heard there was a big football match yesterday. Usually the people they shout goal, 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 they want a goal. Goal, goal, goal. We want, you know, in the future that they'll start to chant Hari Bol, Hari Bol, Hari Bol. <laughs> so thank you very much. Uh, uh, usually I go to the Arachio Ratyatra and sometimes I come here. This year I couldn't go to the Arachio, so I really feel very fortunate I could come here. Because we had uh, some meeting in Mayapur uh, temple construction at the same time. <laughs> Looks like we're moving forward, uh, taking some strategies to go forward and build a temple on our existing land. We could use all your prayers and blessings. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Any questions? Yes, sir. Well, Lord Chaitanya's movement was uh, very active uh, for about 200 years. But then, uh, apparently, this uh, Kali was very upset that he wasn't able to do his uh, thing because of Lord Chaitanya's movement. So he asked Sukracharya to help him. This was told by Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. That Sukracharya, who trying to get Vishnu to stop, uh, get Bali to stop giving the charity to Vishnu. He entered into the this uh, this water pot that uh, that uh, Vamana Dev had. He took the form of a, of a fly with his mystic power and went inside that, that pot and jammed the hole. Because part of the take to, to give the promise, he had to take three drops of water and with the water in the hand, he had to make the promise. So that was like more serious kind of... You can't go back on that then. It was like 
perché parte della procedura di fare una promessa solenne era di mettere tre gocce sul palmo della mano quindi quella era una promessa I promise hereby to give you three steps of land ci prometto che ti darò tre passi di terra that was what he's supposed to say right? but then this uh, Sukracharya went and blocked the hole so the water is coming out you know? kind of a futile attempt you know but anyway he's trying at the last minute you know <laughs> it's a futile attempt you know but you know it's like <laughs> anyway then uh, then Ramanadev looks inside uh, sees this fly there and he takes a uh, he takes the kusa grass dry. And he sticks it in the and pushes out pushes out the fly. So when he did that, he actually poked out one of the eyes of Sukracharya. So said that when he took his human form he was blind in one eye. So he was a bit angry with Vishnu why he blinded me in one eye you know it was a bit heavy thing to do. So then when Kali asked to please help me then he said okay I'll incarnate and I'll spread the sahaja process and that will destroy the preaching mood. And then Lord Chaitanya's movement will become weakened. And everybody just imagine they're a gopi or some great devotee of Krishna and they don't preach anymore. They just try to get absorbed in some uh, very cheap kind of... Uh, ecstasy uh, imitation ecstasy so that stopped the preaching it was successful and more or less stopped the preaching for 200 years then uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur came and he restarted the preaching again. Yeah, so that and so Bhakti Siddhanta's talk also is, uh, was in a very much preaching mood to catch up on all the lost time. <laughs> with the Brihat Midranga, with the books, with the temples. Bhaktivinoda Thakur did the Namahata. So Prabhupada also, they are descended and he's carrying on that preaching mood. So he also warned us to be, uh, be careful. One side of the coin is the Mayavad and the other side is the Sahajya. We have to avoid the both. So that's why there's a little gap there. Anyway, I think I have to go to catch my flight. 
Thank you very much. Yeah.